Welcome. I'm Cliff Hedges. This is Pastor Cliff's Notes. This is a podcast where we're studying the Bible. We're working our way through the book of Mark. Today is episode 922, and we're looking at Mark chapter 1, verses 16 to 20. Let's read our passage. As he passed along the Sea of Galilee, he saw Simon and Andrew, Simon's brother, casting a net into the sea, for they were fishermen. Follow me, Jesus told them, and I will make you fish for people. Immediately they left their nets and followed him. Going on a little further, he saw James, the son of Zebedee, and his brother John in a boat, putting their nets in order. Immediately he called them, and they left their father Zebedee in the boat with the hired men and followed him. This is the Gospel of Mark. Mark began with John the Baptist, and John was announcing the coming of the one who was to follow. He never called him the Messiah, but it's clear he's saying the Messiah is coming. Then we had the baptism of Jesus, where Jesus is identifying with sinners, even though he doesn't need to repent for this call to repentance that John was making. But he does this to identify with sinners whom he is going to die for on the cross. Then we had the arrest of John the Baptist. And that was the beginning of Jesus' public ministry in Galilee. And it started with him proclaiming the good news of God. He said, the time is fulfilled. The kingdom of God has come near. Repent and believe the good news. That, in a nutshell, is the gospel. And this is the summary of his ministry, proclaiming this gospel. So we pick it up in chapter 1, verse 16. As he passed along the Sea of Galilee, so the Sea of Galilee, it's called the Sea of Galilee. It's also called the Sea of Tiberias. Sometimes it's called Lake Genesaret. It's a lake. Now, it's 680 feet below sea level, so it's a low area. But it's like 13 miles by 8 miles. So it's just a good-sized lake. It's not even a big lake in terms of a lot of lakes, but they call it the Sea of Galilee. And there's a lot of towns all around the perimeter of the Sea of Galilee because that's where people conduct fishing operations. And so he passed along the Sea of Galilee and he saw Simon and Andrew, Simon's brother, casting a net in the sea for they were fishermen. So he's along the Sea of Galilee where people do fishing and he encounters these two fishermen brothers, Simon and Andrew. Now Simon we know is Peter. And Mark refers to Peter more often based on the length of his gospel than any of the other gospel writers. Not in raw number, but proportionally compared to the length of his gospel, he has more references to Peter. And that's where traditionally we think Mark was very close to Peter, and Peter was the source of so much of his information. He refers to Simon six times, Peter 18 times, and Simon Peter once. So he has a lot of references to Peter, but also Peter was the leader of this group of disciples. So the first ones that are mentioned by Mark are the two brothers, Simon and Andrew. Verse 17, follow me, Jesus told them, and I will make you fish for people. Some say, follow me and I will make you fishers of men. That's probably a better literal translation, fishers of men. So his call is pretty simple. 
follow me. And this idea of fishing for people, this is actually it's an Old Testament concept, except in the Old Testament, God is the one doing the fishing for people. Look in Jeremiah, Jeremiah chapter 16, starting in verse 16, I am about to send for many fishermen. This is the Lord's declaration, and they will fish for them. Then I will send for many hunters. They will hunt them down on every mountain hill out of the clefts of the rocks. Now he's talking here about calling people to judgment. Other places, there's a couple places in Ezekiel, Ezekiel 29 and Ezekiel 38, Amos chapter 4, Habakkuk chapter 1, where you have this language of God fishing for people or pulling people out with fish hooks. And it's always with the idea of judgment bringing people to judgment. So here you have Jesus calling the two brothers to be fishers of people, but it's not so much for judgment, it's to escape judgment. We continue into verse 18. Immediately they left their nets and followed him. See this word immediately. Mark likes to use the word immediately a lot. Jesus called. And they followed. They didn't just follow. They followed immediately. This is pretty much the model response to the call. You hear the call to follow Jesus, and you follow immediately. Verse 19. Going on a little further, he saw James, the son of Zebedee, and his brother John in a boat, putting their nets in order. So two more brothers who are fishermen, and they're getting things ready for the evening's catch putting their nets in order. And these are the sons of Zebedee, James and John. Verse 20. Immediately he called them, and they left their father Zebedee in the boat with the hired men and followed him. So here we have another immediate response. But here it highlights the complete response. They left everything behind. Now, interesting to note, they don't leave their dad high and dry. They leave their dad with the hired men. But they do leave. They leave everything behind to follow Jesus. So another model response, an immediate response and a complete response. So that's a pretty simple passage here. It's a lot more spelled out in the calling of the disciples in the other Gospels. But the first order of business for his ministry is to call disciples. That is, call those who will be followers. And this is important for a couple of reasons. One is that they will be witnesses. They are called to be the witnesses of his ministry. And so they are therefore the entire public ministry. They didn't just join at the last minute. These 12 disciples... They are there from the beginning through the end of his public ministry. And through this calling of his disciples, he calls them before he really begins the ministry. And part of this is to demonstrate the importance of discipleship. A disciple follows the master. So the disciples follow Jesus. Discipleship is the process of turning them into disciples. Great commission in the end of the Gospel of Matthew is to make disciples. And so they were called to 
bring people as followers of Jesus and mold them into disciples. So here he even shows us how to make disciples. You call them and work with them over time to grow them in maturity and responsibility. Another point we see here is that he sought them out. He didn't wait for them to come find him and follow him. He specifically went to them and issued the call, come and follow me. And it is the model for evangelism to go to people with a call to discipleship, come and follow Jesus. We can't make them follow. We can go and proclaim the gospel and issue the call, come and follow Jesus. And Jesus gives us a model how to go about making disciples, spending time with them, teaching them, showing them, allowing them to follow somebody who knows what they're doing and for them to pick it up as they go along with the idea of them taking on that ministry themselves and being the ones to issue the call for others to follow Jesus. So the very brief passage here, this calling of the disciples, but it's the first order of business in order to begin his public ministry. Thanks for joining me. Join me again next time as we continue working through the Gospel of Mark.